Welcome back to Weathering the Storm, the podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I am so excited to welcome you back to this podcast. We are getting closer and closer to the end of this season. Hard to believe, but we are recording episode 17 today, and we just concluded a small series on lessons from 1 Peter and 2 Peter. In our last episode, episode 16, The Responsibilities of Shepherds, and again, we're looking at Peter's point of view, uh, really what he wrote down. And so we took our study from 1 Peter chapter 5. Well, today we start a brand new series, a three-part mini-series that we are entitling Growing in Christ. And when we're looking at this, starting it off by looking at Peter's perspective, and then I want to get um, a little bit more personal with, with all of the listeners about uh, some areas in which I need to grow. And possibly that's something that all of you can can hear and say, you know, that's something I need to grow in as well. And so I'm hoping that we can both grow together uh, closer to God as we go through these episodes. But again, it'll be a three-part series as we think about growing in Christ. And looking forward to this study with you again, starting it today, as we think about discussing the growth and transformation of Peter. Again, that is our theme this season, Weathering the Storm with Peter. And so this is kind of a way that we're going to wrap up some of our thoughts about the life of Peter, specifically his growth as a disciple of Jesus, and then for the remainder of the season to get more practical as to how we can apply these lessons to our lives in hopes of weathering the storms that we may face. Before we dive into our study, as always, I want to say a quick word about the Scattered Abroad Network. Weathering the Storm is a podcast on the Scattered Abroad Network. We appreciate so much all of our listeners and subscribers. If you've not yet subscribed to our master feed, you can find us. Just tap in Scattered Abroad or anywhere that you get your podcast, and you'll see the symbol there. You'll see the little earth with Scattered Abroad Network beside it. Please subscribe to that. We have content coming out every day. We have new podcasts coming out, which is extremely exciting. And I'm just very humbled and grateful to be on this network uh, with these good brethren. But again, we uh, appreciate all of our listeners and encourage you, if you haven't already, check us out on Facebook, on YouTube, Instagram, and certainly, as, as I mentioned, go and uh, check out all the podcasts. We're striving to get the gospel out through this avenue and so thankful that God has allowed us to do this. But again, without you as our listeners, it would be uh, very difficult to do this and be successful. So we thank you so much for listening. And specifically on this podcast, I hope and pray that something that is said will help you get through some dark times in your life. Because the fact is, none of us are immune to storms, and storms are inevitable. They are coming our way, and we need to be ready for them. And I hope that this podcast will help you to do just that. So again, today we are recording episode 17, Growing in Christ. This is part one of this study. As we think about Peter and his growth and his transformation uh, I've been thinking a lot about this lately, of course, with this study and, and also studying this material at the Georgia, uh, Georgia Christian School, teaching this. But also, I've I started watching The Chosen. I've heard a lot about this show, and I heard up front, you know, there's some things that are not accurate with the Bible. But I appreciate the writers and the directors of the show because they tell you that uh, from the get-go. They so, say, you know, we encourage you to go and read the gospel accounts, and so I appreciate that. And there's some things that, that, are, that are brought out, things that are said that uh, certainly don't align up with the Scripture. But on the other hand, it's really interesting and, and 
And really, it's encouraging to see the way that they paint the disciples. Uh, of course, you think about Matthew, if you've seen the show, you think about Matthew as a tax collector and the way that it kind of shows his 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 ways. It's very unique, the way that he you know, goes about his day-to-day activities. And then, of course, you, you have Peter. And, uh, of course, what the Bible says about him, we know. And then the way that it paints him and also the, the relationship that he has with his brother, with his wife, and, and as he decides to follow Jesus and the relationship that they have. And so I've really enjoyed watching that show I'm nearing the end of season one. But it's really made me think more about the disciples and the fact they came from different walks of life and a very diverse group. And yet Jesus prayed for them all night long, didn't he? Luke chapter six. These are individuals that, that Jesus wanted as his as his followers. And these men would go home to do some wonderful things in the name of Jesus. Of course, when we read the book of Acts, we think about the apostles and what they were able to do. And certainly Peter is among the group that, that went out to do some wonderful things as a disciple of Jesus. And so some of the thoughts that, that we're going to have, again, are kind of triggered by that, that show. Really enjoyed it. And uh, seeing Peter, I've been focusing on him uh, because of this podcast and because of some teaching that I've been doing from the books of First and Second Peter. It's really been helpful. And so if you haven't checked that out, I, uh, again, have a, have a Bible open. And uh, again, I appreciate the fact that they, they tell you up front, hey, this, there's some things that we took liberty with uh, to bring this out. But the way that they show the disciples and the different walks of life can be helpful. And again, the only reason I mention that is, is we're using some of those thoughts here as we paint this picture of Peter and his growth process. When you think about the concept of growth in the Bible, it, it's extremely important, and Peter would write about it in both of his epistles. For example, in 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2, uh, he says that they are the babes in Christ. They are to desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow. And so it's this idea, if you've got children, then you know this. You, you have a baby, and it starts off, and you've got to start them on the bottle, start them on the milk. And as they grow up and as they get older, then you can you can go to something else a little bit stronger for them. As they mature and as they grow, their body's going to need more. Well, the same is true spiritually. You start off and you need these things, these fundamental basic things, but as you continue to study, you grow spiritually, and you have to keep on desiring, earnestly desire the sincere, the pure milk of the Word that you can keep on growing. The same word for growth is found in 2 Peter 3.18. Now, we mentioned this in our series on uh, some of the favorite passages from, from 2 Peter. 2 Peter 3.18 is how Peter closes out the second epistle. Grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus. And that's the, the same word that we find in 1 Peter 2.2. 2. That Greek word is oxano. It's an interesting word. It is in the present tense. So a present tense verb, which means it's continuous action. For example, in 1 John chapter 1, verses 7 through 9, if we walk in the light, well, that word walk there is continuous. If we keep on walking in the light, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. The word cleanses is also in the present tense. So piece it together. If we keep on walking in the light, the blood of Jesus keeps on cleansing us. That's continuous action. That's the word for growth. It's not something that you just start and you get to a certain point and say, okay, I'm done. When it comes to the biblical concept of growth, it is a continuous action. You keep on growing. 
In fact, Jesus used this word, growth, oxano, in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 28. He said, consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. Same word. You think about uh, flowers and plant life, and you can see them grow. I was just talking with my children yesterday. Yesterday, we, of course, celebrated Valentine's Day and uh, really enjoyed uh, being with, with my family and, uh, you know, of course, my wife being my Valentine, but also uh, I've got three daughters and my mom who's been staying with us and so was able to get some some flowers for them. And, and so we put some water in it and I put it outside and, and let the sun hit it and explain uh, about what plants need to grow. Got to have sunlight, got to have water. Well, you think spiritually speaking, what do we need to grow? Well, we need the Word of God, right? And, and we need the light from God. And, and that's what we have in the Scriptures, Psalm 119, 105. That's how we're going to grow. You stay grounded and rooted in the Scripture, and you keep on growing. You, you, want, you want more, Psalm 42, 1. As the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs or thirsts for you. And so we should always have that drive to grow as Christians. The Apostle Paul prayed for uh, his brethren when he wrote to the brethren at Philippi, Philippians 1, 9 through 11. You, you love each other, and that's great, but I want you to grow in this. Love even more. Abound in that. Uh, Colossians chapter 1, verses 9 through 11. It's interesting, the same exact verse reference, but it carries the same idea. He, he prays for them that they would be strengthened with all might in the inner man and that they would increase in the knowledge of God. What's he wanting them to do? He wants them to grow. Increase in the knowledge of God. Have more knowledge of God's Word and grow closer to Him because of that. It also carries that idea in Romans chapter 12, that wonderful passage. Do not be conformed to this Word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The idea of transformation is growth. There's a change that takes place. Now that word there for transform, metamorpho, we hear in that metamorphosis. And you think about a butterfly. Well, it doesn't just start off as a butterfly. Right, you've got the you've got the caterpillar, you've got the cocoon. You have a process, and then there's this growth that is transforming as you move forward and go through that. So, same thought spiritually. This concept of growth is extremely valuable and important as you read through the New Testament. But keep in mind, it is a present tense verb. That word oxano, continuous action. That's the word that Peter uses. First Peter two two, Second Peter three eighteen. And when you look at the life of Peter, he faced a lot of different storms. And one of the storms, no doubt, was the back and the forth. And you think of a literal storm on the sea. You think about the waves just crashing and they're going up and down and side to side. Peter's life could be characterized by a raging sea. There, there were times when it raged and there were times when it was very calm and everything made a lot of sense. For example, Matthew chapter 16, when Jesus said, Who do men say that I the Son of Man am? There's speculation. Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of God. There's revelation. Jesus said, You didn't receive this from man. You received it from my Father. And so Peter, in many ways and in many times, had a very clear mind and a clear understanding. It's almost as if you look at Peter and say, Man, Peter, you're getting it. You're, you're getting everything that you need. You're growing. You're getting stronger. But then there's times when he takes Jesus and rebukes him off to the side. And, of course, there's a time when he denied him three times. 
But when you when you kind of just take a step back and look at the life of Peter and, and everything that he went through, it was all part of his growth process. We might say spiritual growing pains is what we read when we study the life of Peter. And so for the rest of our time, we want to think about just how he was able to grow, how he grew as an individual, how he grew as a Christian, as a disciple, as a follower of Jesus. And we have the privilege of seeing that finished product in Scripture of Peter. You know, we don't just get the good, we don't just get the bad, we get the full picture, which is one of the marks of inspiration. So first, let's think about the fact that Peter grew from a fisherman to a fisher of men. Here's a man who we, we might say was rugged, rough around the edges. Uh, he, he made his living going out and being a fisherman. But when Jesus said, you come and follow me, and we're, I'm going to make you a fisher of men, it took time for him to get to that point, didn't it? And I believe there's some encouragement in that, because sometimes the storm that we face is, I, I want this result, and I want it now. I want to get to where I need to be. But sometimes it's hard to be patient. It's hard to go through that growing process because, again, we're ready for it right then and there. But we've got to understand that it's going to take time. It's going to take effort, and at times it's going to be painful. And no doubt for Peter it was painful. He had to leave everything that he knew. He had to forsake his nets, we talked about in a previous episode. He had to put those things to the side, put those things down, and totally change everything. That's growth and that's transformation. And, and that's really what Christianity is about. You change everything. Change the way you think. Change the way you talk. Change the way you dress. Make changes to be more like Jesus Christ. That's our goal. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians 2.5. Jesus said, you come and learn of me. Matthew 11, 28 and following. The idea is stop being who you were and start trying to be who I am. That's what Jesus says. Paul said, imitate me even as I imitate or mimic Christ, 1 Corinthians 11, 1. That's growth. And so Peter grew from a fisherman to a fisher of men. Peter also grew as one who got out of the boat but then took his eyes off of Jesus. He learned as he grew from that process and from that moment to keep his eyes fixed on Jesus. And later that comes out in his writings, doesn't it? 1 Peter chapter 2, for example, he talks about the example that Jesus left for us that we should follow in his steps. You know, as Peter suffered and as he went through storms, he had a perfect guideline to follow. He had a perfect standard, a perfect path to follow. And that's the one that Jesus blazed. Jesus blazed the trail for every disciple to follow. And Peter, in, in the midst of his suffering and in writing to individuals, writing to Christians who were also suffering, said, listen, we've got the path to follow. Join me as I follow the path that Jesus has laid out for us. He got out of the boat. And sometimes sometimes that's growth right there, isn't it? Sometimes that's just the, the taking that one step out of the boat can make all the difference in your life. And for Peter, it did. He took that step. He did walk on the water for a moment. When he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink. Don't you think that was a lesson that he always remembered? And as Jesus ascended back into heaven, as Peter was moving forward, as we read in the book of Acts, he kept his eyes fixed on Jesus. And that comes out in his preaching. It comes out in his teaching. It comes out in his manner of life. You know, it's amazing when you think about Peter's growth. 
that Jesus saw in him the whole time his potential. Again, that's encouraging too. Sometimes we can't see our own potential, but God can see it. God can use you for his glory. He can use you. You have a purpose. And if you're in Christ Jesus, you enjoy all spiritual blessings. Ephesians 1 3. You are in Christ. You've put him on by means of obedience to his gospel. Galatians 3.27. You are in Jesus. And you can bear much fruit. Jesus said, if you are in me, you can bear much fruit. And herein is my Father glorified. John 15, 8. But keep in mind, Jesus said, apart from me, you can do nothing. John 15, 5. So if you are in Christ, you have potential to do great things to the glory of God. Peter had that potential all along, but it took some time for that growing process to take place, for him to get to where he needed to be, to be that great servant of Christ that we love and appreciate, thinking about Peter. Remember what Jesus told him at the end of John chapter 21, and and we're going to save some of these thoughts for a later episode. But in John 21, Jesus said, Peter, do you love me? And that question had a lot of depth there, because Jesus, Peter had denied Jesus three times prior to this. And it's interesting that Jesus asked Peter three times, Do you love me? And of course, Peter said, Lord, you know I love you. Remember what Jesus told him to do? He said, Feed my sheep. At that point in time, Peter was not ready to do that. But as he continued to grow, and as his faith began to grow and be stronger, later he would serve as an elder. That's exactly what he'd be doing. He'd be feeding the sheep, which is amazing to think about. Peter uh, serving as a leader, as one of the elders in the local church there in the first century. But also Jesus said, when you are converted, strengthen the brethren. What does that imply? Peter, you're not there yet. But when you are, you to strengthen your brethren. And of course, Peter, through his example, through his writings, 1 Peter and 2 Peter, through his sermons that he preached in Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 4, Acts chapter 10. Look at what he was able to do. Jesus saw that potential, and Peter had to realize it. And that's what growth is all about. Finally, we we learn that Peter, as he was able to grow in Christ, he learned to be Christ-focused, and he learned to live his life as one who lives at Christ-centered. He learned to be Christ-focused, learned to live his life as one who lives Christ-centered. You and I need to get to that point. And we are constantly growing. Because if you're not growing spiritually, you are dying spiritually. We cannot put our spiritual vehicle in neutral. We're either growing or dying. We're getting closer to God or we're drifting farther away. And that's exactly what James says in James 4, 7. You draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. You resist the devil, the devil will flee from you. Well, what happens if I'm not drawing near to God? Well, then that means I'm going closer to the world. I'm not applying the wisdom from above, I'm applying the wisdom from below. Again, from James, James chapter 3. Here we think about the impact and the importance of growing in Christ. Peter had some very tough storms he had to, he had to weather, very tough battles he had to fight. But in the end, we see his growth, and it can be extremely encouraging for us. She may be listening today thinking, you know, I've been battling this storm of, I'm not growing. I'm not being like I want to be. Remember that you have great potential. You have great value in the eyes of God. And just keep moving forward. Maybe it's just that first step out of the boat. Maybe it's preaching to thousands of people. But regardless, 
Let's make sure that we're moving forward every day and striving to be more like Jesus, looking to Him as our perfect example as we grow. Thank you so much for listening today. I, again, I'm excited about this series. In our next episode, we'll move on to part two, uh, some things that hopefully we can learn and apply to our lives that will help us grow closer to God. And I hope and pray that this episode, this series, this season, this podcast will help you to weather the storms of life. May God richly bless you as you do so. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on the Scattered Abroad Network. We are grateful for your continued support as well as your continued prayers. If you would like to find out more about our network, please visit our website at scatteredabroad.org. We look forward to studying with you again soon. May God bless you.